May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. In every life, there are defining moments. Moments when you see with absolute clarity the path or the decision to take. The moment when something extraordinary happens that affects or changes your life. The coincidences that are just too amazing to be true. They're the moments when you may see the world in a new way and realise that something with tremendous clarity which you otherwise might have missed. And those moments are often highly memorable and they join the other markers by which we navigate our lives. We may even find ourselves telling the story of them years later and they may even become fixed points in our life story. I'll give you an example. And I may have told some of you about this, but the coincidences that fell into place that got me driving the charity bus. Well, first of all, I was a late substitute to take my father-in-law to hospital for a cataract operation. Ouch. I have that. Yeah, fair enough. So I was a late substitute to take my father-in-law to the hospital for a cataract operation. That's the first coincidence. It was, uh, I always remember it, it was two o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. And when we presented ourselves at reception, a voice behind me said, that's John Boylan. And it was a couple that I used to work with over six years previously who'd then gone off to Australia and we'd lost touch and they'd only recently returned. So that's coincidence number two. Well, this guy was bringing his wife in also for a cataract operation at two o'clock. Coincidence number three. Well, we had a great time catching up whilst our respective uh, patients had their eyes seen to. We had a good old gossip and caught up on six years. And when everything was done and we were all preparing to go home, we decided, as we would do, to exchange emails and telephone numbers. And my friend searched in his pocket for a piece of paper. And when he finally found this scrappy old bit of paper and he wrote down my address, I noticed that on the top of the paper was the heading Crowthorn Community Bus. Coincidence number four. Well, what's all that about then, I said. And he explained briefly that he organised drivers to take elderly on day trips on this charity bus. So I mentioned that now I was sort of retired, I might one day look at doing that sort of thing. Three days later... I was doing a driving test for the Crowthorn community bus, and the rest, as they say, is history. But just as you can see there, just so many coincidences. It just had to be meant to be, and that means the big driver up in the sky was working. Now, often these moments can go, uh, go about... We might, sorry, sorry. Often these moments can be about noticing something obvious and perhaps well-known, but if not to ourselves, then certainly to others. Now, I was talking to David the other day about a visit from a deanery chap who was doing a sanity check on our CC2020 project. But it was only through his prompting and questioning that I started to recognise the really close links between our own Partnership Missional Church PMC activities, Bishop Stephen's vision for a courageous, compassionate and contemplative church, and our own CC2020 project. And the whole thing suddenly came together. It was really quite an exciting moment of clarity, 
But I have to say that's God's work again. So the burning bush in the desert near Mount Horeb, which was described in our first reading tonight from Exodus 3, what well, is not actually of itself unique or necessarily miraculous. There is a bush known to botanists. Um, if I get this right, it's Dictamnus albus. Sounds like something out of Harry Potter. Um, which gives off isoprene. Isoprene, yeah, isoprene in certain conditions. And the gas above the plant can spontaneously ignite in certain conditions. And what's more, it doesn't burn the bush. And apparently there's one in St. John's College, Oxford. But the important thing that happened there isn't so much the bush, but what happened in those formative years of Moses' adult life. God stopped him in his tracks and he brought Moses' story into God's greater story. Now, there have been many commentaries written about this encounter and the significance of the burning bush. Uh, there is actually a book that I came across called Every Bush is Burning by a guy called Brandon Clements. And it's a novel, but the theme of the novel is quite interesting. And he's, his main theme is there is nothing in this life which cannot in itself somehow be the vehicle for God to reveal himself to us. And that's really worth thinking about. Nothing in this life which cannot in itself be a vehicle for God to reveal himself to us. In our reading, Moses was said to have turned aside. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside, he called him and revealed himself to Moses. Well, Lent, which is fast approaching, is also a time for turning aside. For not just looking, but seeing. And it could very well be a time to see things in a new way. And maybe Moses had seen many of these burning bushes around in the desert. But there's something about this one that made him stop and think. I really ought to go and have a look at that one. So it may be like Moses, God is calling us to turn aside this Lent. A Lent is a time for asking God to renew our vision. Not just to look and hear and move on, but to see and to listen. To stop. To find ourselves in a place of holiness, set aside by God to meet with us. And perhaps to direct our lives afresh. God waited for Moses to turn aside and then he spoke to him. Are we ready to turn and find God waiting for us? It may be here, it may be out in the world, but extraordinarily, God is waiting for us to stop this Lent. Let's just do that for a moment now.